The Boston Greeks podcast is here and ready to bring Greekness back. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Boston Greeks podcast. We are here, well not we are here, I am here down in D.C., but my heart is back in Boston as always. It never left and it will never leave. But uh, I am here. I want to, you know, I want to go to the inauguration tomorrow and uh, cause an insurrection or something. I don't know. Nice. But uh, I'm Ari. Thanks for joining us and listening. With me, my main man, Foti, who's up in Boston, who's who's a real G up in Boston. What's up, Foti? What's up, Ari? Re- reporting live from the Bean Town. Dude, if I if I actually had any guts, I would actually go down tomorrow and. Uh, <laughs> Film for real, and uh, that'd be awesome. You know, see Marshall Lock come under, or or whatever the hell is gonna happen, well, or maybe, whatever like, people believe. You can, drive, you can drive like from a distance and take video. <laughs> I'll see. <laughs> yeah, man. Anyway, interesting I, times. Interesting times. I personally am hopeful of a new era for us starting tomorrow. Uh, that's just me, but yeah, I think we've all been waiting for a a new fresh start again yes yes because uh the last four years have left me feeling like i want to shoot myself in the brain take it as you will but that's what i feel well if you have have a problem with that you you come see me i i think the last eight months have felt like four years oh even worse but i don't don't to be honest with you i don't even remember what it's like pre-covid anymore (laughs) don't say that don't say that we gotta we got to get over it. We got to get back to, to, to how things were. I don't think they'll be exactly how things were, but I mean, at least we'll be able to do anything. Anything slightly better than what we're dealing with is, is good. Listen, the next couple of months are going to be a complete like horribleness. Yes. And it, but then that's when it's slowly going to start to get better. Okay. You know, the vaccines are going to start kicking in, uh, you know, the 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 winter cold oh. inside is going to start passing. Um, if you remember from last summer, those were the lowest numbers we had during the pandemic. So obviously, when it starts to get nicer, the numbers will go down, even though we, we got these like new strains and stuff, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't want to depress everybody. Well, if it makes you feel better, I was told today that we're, we're about 60 days till spring. So. That sounds nice. I like that. Right. So we're two months away. Well, I mean, uh, two, people, two people in my family have been vaccinated. So that's like a good sign. I don't know when me and you, because we're in like that demographic of like the last people. Well, don't you know somebody that can get us the vaccine? I don't know. <laughs> Greek well, style? the way I see it, if uh, if my wife is a uh, like one of the first line. Right then I should be in line because I got to deal with her. No, tell them that you need two, two doses and then give me one. Yeah. I got to deal with my wife who's uh, uh, in the first line and I have to deal with her just, you know, yelling at me all day. So I should get the vaccine. Double whammy. Yeah. The vaccine of her not yelling at me all day. <laughs> do, they have, do they invent that yet? <laughs> well, I'm sure there's plenty of us that are listening that uh, would think that would be a great idea. <laughs> We're also going to get some hate mail. We love all the women out there. We love Absolutely. you all. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, 
so uh, before we get into our first guest, uh, I just want to say uh, exciting news. We submitted our latest app to the App Store and yes. Google Play, uh, the artisan Greek Greek producers, uh, cool, sustainable, organic, wherever it applies. All natural. All natural shop for Greek products. So get excited, people. It's coming. What do you think? You think uh I think, good? I I think that um we're onto something. I think that uh all of our fans, guests, members, subscribers, you name it, I think we'll be very pleased with the fact that there's going to be uh an an idea, a concept and a platform that's going to actually allow those who are looking for like products or have come across it that's really going to, I think, uh, change the game and the view of Greek products as we know it. Yeah, man, I, I, I agree with you. You said all of our fans. So you think all two of them are going to love this? Well, I think at least one out of the two, <laughs> right? 50% is better better than what's going on right now. <laughs> that's going to be, yeah. No, I think this is going to be cool because we're, we're bringing stuff that nobody else has and everything it is good for the environment. And I got to say, it's been very um, uplifting and and refreshing to know that there's so many creative uh, artists in Greece. When I mean artists, it doesn't mean just music and and uh, and so forth. I think there's a there's an craftsmanship in producing products of their nature, whether it's agriculture, whether it's um, um, health and beauty. Yeah. Um, there's so many cool things that are happening out of Greece that I would never even would have thought of is possible. Yeah, and and you know one of our one of our guys in Greece, one of our contacts, like he opened our eyes to like so much cool stuff. Yeah, that, that I really didn't even like think Greece was doing, and they are. And you guys are going to have like complete access, click of a button, a tap of a finger. And you're going to have it right to your door. And what, what do we do? Uh, you think we should do like free shipping or anything like that? What do you think? Uh, I think that uh, there's no question about it. I think it needs to be free shipping. <gasps> free shipping on everything. In your face, free shipping. It's, it's going to be me and Foti bringing this stuff right to your door. And we're not going to leave until no. you actually eat or drink or wear or whatever. <laughs> That's, That's right. That's what you get. <laughs> Now, now then, we lost all business, all potential business. We're just gonna just drop stuff off at people's houses, <laughs> or we'll get some like lonely people that'll be like, "Sure, come on in." But no, you know what? Um, think about it. What we're seeing is this uh, this renaissance of basically. I'm gonna use the word ancient because a lot of what what we're seeing are products that are basically replicating how Greeks lived 100 years ago, yes. 200 years ago, 1,000 years ago. And they're reintroducing these products in today's modern approach that you know promotes um, longevity, um, well-being, uh, a clear state of mind. Like well, all these things are necessity for us. That's the thing. It's like they're t- they're going back to the roots of like taking out all the processing. Like in America, we yeah. are complete and utter 
like victims of processed food, processed everything. Look, you want to talk about Icaria? You want to talk about these blue zones? You want to talk about this healthy, like living to a hundred and being completely sharp and being able to walk and being able to function? I, I want to debate the fact that Icaria, that Greece has resorted to one location. Uh, as yeah, a, I, you I think, know, I think I, all say, of Greece I, is I mean, I, sorry, all of Greece should be a blue zone. But I say that just because. That's the real popular in but, culture and in, in pop culture. Ikari is the known well, one of the longevity. How often? How often do you get bombarded, or you come across in all of your feeds uh, all these uh, apps and services that are trying to teach people how to live better? Yeah, yeah, right? everything, everything. And people sign up for these. You know these services. They download the apps. You know they're. You know they want to follow some. You know a regiment that tells them how to live better. And meanwhile, you know you visit a country like Greece, and it's basically how they've lived forever. Yeah. And and I the mean, principles are very basic. That that uh, that started to get really popular within our radar in America with like the whole Greek yogurt thing. Yeah. And like so and it's Mediterranean, Mediterranean diet. diet. Yeah. It goes beyond that. I mean, if people really, you know what I think? I think people should invest with when they want to invest in their health and their well-being, they should invest in a trip to Greece for a couple of weeks and kind of soak in what's happening. That, energy that chemistry that environment all right so so what you're saying is 100 percent correct now i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna segue a little bit you okay. want to go to greece then you got to listen to our guest coming up that's right because this guy is all about greece he's all about promoting greece he's all about promoting the travel he's he has like you know what I'm not going to say too much because you'll hear it from from his mouth. Uh, all I got to say is how much I hate this guy for getting that Instagram handle. I'm not even going to say it. You're going to hear it from him. But now you sound like a sore loser. No. <laughs> sore loser. <laughs> how did he get that damn handle? I want to know. But you know what? We're going to hear it from him. Absolutely, <laughs> but but the truth is, he's an awesome dude. We love him. We've known him for a long time. Um, but like, he's doing cool stuff, and and you know, let's let's uh, yes, let's get into it. Definitely a pleasure to have him here. All right. So, without further ado, let's welcome our guest on this week's podcast. And I'm not going to say anything, and we're just going to jump right into it. <laughs> So welcome to the show, Tony. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. We've known each other for quite some time, you know, probably from the basketball days of Goya. Mm. So not to date ourselves, but I think that probably maybe like 25, maybe 30 years on my end, at least. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's been, it's the years are passing for sure. That's unbelievable. I can't believe we're old enough to say something was 25, 30 years ago. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. yeah. But, um... You know, since the basketball days of, uh, of, of Goya and so forth, you know, you, I, you've had an interesting journey, which we'll discuss in a moment in what you're doing today. For our listening audience, uh, why don't we start basically 
where in Boston you grew up, uh, what church did you go to, and some of those fun facts as you know, as a Boston from Greek from as a Greek from Boston. Yeah. Sorry. Sure. For, uh, so yeah, I grew up in Boston. Um, the three. What neighborhood? Yeah, so the three neighborhoods. So when I was growing up young, it was Jamaica Plain and Roslindale. Roslindale was when I was like very, very young. But then most of it was in Jamaica Plain. Then moved to Dedham as a teenager. Um, uh, I've always been in the Brookline area for work uh, as the family business was uh, located in Brookline. And right in Brookline is where Hellenic College is. And that's where we all balled up and hooped. And you're in the ch- in the church of the parish? Oh, the church is uh, St. Ectadios in Roslindale. Signatires Rosdale. Sorry, Ari, but we're outnumbering you in this podcast. I, I realize there's just not a lot of people from where I, I am. You guys are all either. Well, are you guys considered South Shore? No, you're not South no, Shore. No, inner city. I yeah. think inner city Boston. Yeah. So then I guess I would be kind of grouped into that, right? Yeah, on the other side. On the other side. On the other side. So, yeah, so very similar upbringing and, and uh, environment. And, you know, going through the church programs of Goya, you know, we all signed up for Goya basketball. And I'm sure we all grew up with local rivalries with other churches, right? For sure. That's that's right. what pushed that league. Right. But but looking back, I think it was, you know, so well needed to keep us together, uh, even mm-hmm. though they, we had this rivalry on, uh, amongst other cities and towns. But it kept us together, which I thought was pretty impressive that you don't see that today. As much as before, right? No, for sure. It's it's it. That, that, I mean, everyone always assumes it's all about the basketball, but at the end of the day, the relationships you build there, the continuity of friends you have with the rest of your life is unmatched. And um, I, I want to we're going to mention that you know, as the founder of the Teddy K Classic, you know, I was a good friend with your dad. Uh, I played ball with your dad. Your dad coached me as well. So you know, I, I awesome. remember those days of leading to the um to the the ranks of you know player to coach. And to then become like a mentor for all mm-hmm. of them. But yeah, I mean, it was a very important part of our um, experiences playing ball uh, at at Hellenic College. Let's dive into a little bit about how that got started. So yeah, so back in 2008, when he passed, right right afterwards, immediately, I think a few weeks after, just the idea came up from a, it was actually a close friend of um, a family that recommended it. And immediately I said, yeah, it's a great idea. We got to do it uh, to run a a tournament in his name. Um, So that following spring 2009, we had the first annual Teddy K Classic. And that first year, I mean, it wasn't big, but everyone that was playing in the Goya League that year joined. So we had, I'd say, like between the two divisions, you had the high school and the middle school, probably 12 teams. And now we're in our, well, 29 was the last time we did it because of COVID, but te- uh, we did 11 tournaments since, and now we're maxed out to 30 teams per year. We stretched it out to a five-day tournament instead of a three-day tournament, four divisions, and we've had people travel in from all around the U.S. I've had a few people come from Greece. We haven't had a full team from Greece yet, but it's come to the point where... Wow, so... Um, and uh, basically what we do with the, 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 the purpose, I mean, obviously, is to bring everyone together in his memory. Uh, the, the camaraderie, but then what we do is with the funds each year that we net is we give out a scholarship to students heading off to university that are part of the program. That's awesome. That's good really cool. That's really good. Yeah, we've done forty scholarships now since '09. Wow. Have you seen a change in the uh, involvement, the passion, the participation over the years through the program in the Teddy K Classic or the Goya League? How about both? Each uh, the Teddy K Classic is has been consistently strong. 
Um, the people do show up year in, year out. Even if they stop hooping, they'll still show up and just, like, talk about their old memories and stuff or help right. out or volunteer to help with, like, cooking the souvlaki outside or um, helping at the desk or nice just any way they can give back or they come back as a sponsor for the program uh, just to help it keep it going um the goya is up and down because uh, you got waves where you just have that four or five year window for goya kids and if you get a team that's got six seniors now graduate now that team's hurting for the next few years they might skip a year so you lose that community until they build up enough kids to come back mm-hmm. so it's a little bit up and down in the goya because you have a smaller window where here you finish Goya now that hopefully that neighborhood puts together a men's team. So you get that group coming back as the young men's team that starts outrunning all the old timers who think they can still play. And then they get beat by the bunch of 19 year olds who are in the best shape of their life. Wow. And uh, so, yeah, it's cool. It's got a lot of dynamics to it. We got to do like a, um, a reunion tournament for all us forty-year-olds uh, and see how yeah, that goes. Yeah, for sure. Well, and then a few years ago, we started doing a, uh, like a Wednesday night men's league uh, associated to the Teddy K Classic, more like a, a yeah. season league. And then I wanted to take it one step further and start doing like an over thirty-five, just because like you put a you put a premier high school graduate up against like these thirty-year-olds. He's no matter how much stronger they are, they're just gonna run you. They, these kids are just nuts with speed. That's good entertainment value right there. Yeah, it is. You get to see the old times get embarrassed by a nineteen-year-old, and I'm on the sideline smiling because I probably coached that nineteen-year-old kid in high school, and I'm like so proud of him. And he's coming back to me, goes, and I'm like, that guy's not bad, but I'm really happy you just embarrassed him. <laughs> nice. It seems like you've always had your hands full between professional, you know, between basketball and I'm sure with home as well. But, you know, now you're diving into another area that we've become very fond of what you're doing. And um, why don't we, you know, why don't you take us through the journey of, you know, where you are today? Sure. Um, basically, over the years, uh, I after high school, after college, I jumped into the family business. Uh, we, we had a company in Brookline that does uh, promotional products, custom printed shirts, trophies, uh, embroidery. Did that for about 15 years, and I just kind of just wanted to find something new. I dove into real estate to allow me to give me the freedom to step away from that business a bit more. And then about three years ago, I had the opportunity to really jump into Greek tourism uh, on a larger scale. And so that then I basically said, I'm going to stop with the family business. I got out of that, relied on real estate to help me go on to this next chapter uh, with this Greece tourism company, which I'm hope pandemic pending. Uh, hopefully it launches this year. But uh, basically what the company is on social media, particularly on Instagram, I have um, two pretty large uh, Greece accounts. One is called just the word Greece, uh, which is over... 100,000 people now. And then the personal side of it is my personal travels where I spend three, four months a year island hopping basically and just like live streaming it, posting pictures, creating films, putting it all in there. That one's called I Am Greece. So they kind of intertwine together the personality to the Greece page. So combined, we're close to 150,000 people now. And now plan is to build a company that is going to hopefully change tourism in Greece uh, through using modern digital technologies such as Let's say you're on a weekend trip in Santorini, you pull out your phone and you book a catamaran sunset tour. You pull, you pass the phone over to the guy at the boat, he scans it, you're in. The follow along travel um, series, like teaching culture, teaching the food, teaching the cuisine, teaching how to travel around Greece through like a film series. And then, and then also podcast and any, any information that can help 
promote Greece because we have a huge diaspora. And aside from that, we've become one of the top, I don't know, I'd say one, two or three countries that people want to see now. Sure. Like every year we rank right up there with all of the other top ones. That sounds like a lot of work, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, work, it, it is it's fun it gets exhausting but at the end of the day if it's a if you get to travel around greece as work then i'm not complaining now you've you've been doing this for the last three years you said yeah i started on this project about three years ago i told myself to give you i gave myself a three to four year window about three year window i'm stretching it to four now because of the pandemic um but yeah the goal was to see what i can do with it in three years and then try to turn it into a company that helps Greece. That's fascinating. So have have you have you traveled to Greece prior to three years? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'd say even before I started doing this, the uh, even the previous three years before that, I would go to Greece. I wouldn't go three, four months. Right, right. I would go, but I still enjoyed it the same way I'm enjoying it now. I think now is just a little bit more, uh, it's just as fun. Uh, it gets a little bit exhausting when you, you've hit a few, three, four days where it's all work, but it's, it's pretty cool to just say, you know what, I'm tired of this island. Let's hop on a boat <laughs> and then have a collaboration with that boat company where you post a picture of their, uh, services and they throw you on the boat. That's not bad either. So when was it that moment that gave you this idea that said to you, I need to do this? Uh, the minute I got the Instagram handle grease. And how did you yeah, get that? Yeah, that's incredible. How did, you, how did you manage that? Uh, right place, right time, really lucky. Wow, I was going to say, do you have any family connections in the government? No, no, no. I wish. The government wouldn't have gave that up. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, once I had that, I'm like, all right, this is like, that's where it really, that's actually where it started. Once I had that, I'm like, there's an opportunity here. Like, social media is blowing up. Let's not mess this up. Yeah, um, man, that, that name, just, yeah. just that name itself is like... Yeah, and it's opened up so many networking possibilities. The people I've met over the years, because of so because of networking with that account, Instagram has opened the door to a, I'd say like 90% of my, anyone I'm friends with now the last three years that I've, our new friends are all come through this, where it's, it's a Greek Americans, Greek Australians, Greek Canadians, or Greeks in Greece. Or people that just have an interest in Greece and have we've networked together and we've become friends through it and we've met in person, so it's not just a social uh, friend. And you're into the filmmaking now. I see a lot, a lot of your short films, which you know they short films that say a lot. Yeah. So if Instagram recently re- Instagram recently released uh, IG Reels, and at first I was like, oh, just a knockoff of TikTok. But eventually, I started practicing how to use them and. How can you sell a feeling in 15 seconds? Right. And that's what I've been trying to do is find these clips, stabilized videos where you're walking around these beautiful nooks of Greece, put a song that matches the, the mood. And man, these IG reels have really, really helped my accounts. Really helped. How often, uh, Tony, when you're out there setting up, doing your filming, mm-hmm. you get any like the local Greeks coming over to you and saying, hey, what are you doing? Uh, not, not often. No, 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 I don't get bothered. I don't get bothered. Well, first of all, that Santorini, my first film Santorini was shot, uh, in the middle of the winter in Santorini. So there was nobody on the Island besides me. (laughs) It was pretty, I I think Greeks are savvy enough now that it's not like out of the ordinary. Oh yeah. No, this is a tourist destination. Yeah. Yeah. And Greece has a huge film, uh, filmmaking, um, community, huge. Um, 
And then this year I shot something in Paros, but like I said, it was so quiet this year that nobody was even in the shots. So like we were shooting winter style photography and film in the middle of the summer. Well, how about, you know, you mentioned a little bit, what was it like in Santorini during the winter versus being there in the summer? Like what is the energy like? The energy was, it didn't exist. It was basically imagine having Ia as your own playground. It was that empty. It was just, there was more cats than people. You get the occasional person like walking their kid down to for their afternoon walk. It was really unique. It would get mild for about an hour or two where you can take your jacket off. Yeah. Then the nights would get dark and cold. But I tried getting there about four or five days prior to arriving. But every day the ticket I bought for the boat, they canceled the boat because there was too much wind and rain. Yeah. Then eventually we got there. But man, that ride. I I was scared for my life. <laughs> the boat was literally rocking ninety degrees every way. It was oh man. oh man. It was they're like we have an hour to go. We have an hour to go. I'm like, I don't know if we're gonna make it. I'm gonna jump off and swim. <laughs> Hopefully you didn't have anything to eat before you got on that, that ride. <laughs> well, no, it took us eight hours just to leave the Limani. Oh man. Yeah, on that fourth day, I finally found this other boat company and they're like, We're leaving, we're definitely going. I go to sleep in a cabin, I wake up six, seven hours later. Um, I look out the window. We're still in Athens. I'm like, oh my gosh! I I walk out to the reception. He goes, "Ella, ella, fevo, mister, mister, cutte, cutte, we pass, me figures." Of buying time. Yeah, and um, but yeah, I'm I'm happy I got there. I had I met up with someone that I met through social media, and she gave me like all the tips of like the ins and outs of like the unique places you got to see, not just the touristy stuff. She was great. Yeah, the connection back to the connections that social media has created where you meet, let's say, for instance, this person, she's a someone who moved to Santorini, lives there year round, knows it in and out. We've connected through social media. So the minute she found out that I'm going, she's all about sharing and showing off her island to me. And now she if I ever have any question about Santorini, it's like she's there. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. What? how today's technology um, can make things more either memorable, convenient. Yeah. I'm sure it helped you cut down a lot of time. Yeah. If, if this was done back in the day, you're just going to show up there and not knowing anyone. At least I had one connection. Right. And the plan was, I'll meet up with her, we'll have coffee, whatever. And she was an awesome person. She loves the island more, <laughs> immensely, immensely. To live there year round, I guess you've got to be dedicated to that island. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, obviously, there are two different worlds. Uh, being in Greece in the summer and then being in Greece the rest of the year. Yeah. That's completely different. I'm yeah. Sure. And that was the first time I went to Greece in the winter was that last year, uh, that's, that year, 2020. And the first week was in Athens. And it was so cold. It was so wet. And I had scarves on, masks on. You know, not, not not COVID masks, but right. it was, but it was brutally cold and but it was awesome because like you don't you see it differently because you're not worried about getting to the beach as fast as possible. This was like all right, enjoy Greece for what it is and like go go to a cafeteria for the afternoon and meet uh, for coffee with somebody and just enjoy the atmosphere of mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Athens, it was pretty cool. You know, it's funny uh, right now. You know, it's about fifty degrees here in Boston or mid forties. Yeah, and I just saw images today in the Peloponnesus in Athens is, is snowing. Yeah, all of Greece got snow apparently the last few days. Even some of the islands, which is yeah, crazy. yeah, that's pretty unique. That's so pretty now, unique. Tony, you're you're back from your trip. I'm sure you're probably working on compiling everything that you've captured over over in, in Greece. Uh, yeah, this trip. But uh, what are some of the projects uh, coming up for you, or what's in the pipeline? Um, 
Well, there was the sequel to the Naked Santorini film, but I still haven't finished. Um, the next location we shot was Nausup Aros. Um, I haven't finished that project yet, but it's in the works. Other than that, it's finalizing the details of the, the Greece media companies itself and then officially launching in 2021. I had a ticket to be back in Greece two days after Christmas. I pushed that because of the lockdown. And luckily with today's world, you can just keep changing your ticket with no fees. So I pushed it to late February. So we'll see what happens. Nice, nice. That'll probably get changed again. I don't think I'll be ready to go in February. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were all, we've all canceled our plans uh, to go to Greece this past summer. I'm sure that's going to happen again this summer. But at least uh, we can use the time to work on stuff. You know, yeah, no, definitely for sure. Like and that's what I've been doing since I've been back here is just trying to fit. Like I shot two terabytes of content. So <laughs> that takes a while. To, and I, I did have some like on the now. So film, I didn't do that one by myself. I did have a, an assistant with me and she was great shooting and organizing the content and all that stuff. So that was pretty cool. Nice. Nice. Wow. Man, this is fascinating stuff. I mean, um, it's great that, uh, you know, we're seeing all these cool, innovative projects that are coming out of Greece um, with films, um, you know, we we had a recent guest that actually is doing similar things, but is shooting films uh, in the vineyards of Greece with documentaries, mm. um, things that were able to see Greece in a different light that we weren't sure. able to before. And yep. I think these new approaches resonate so deeply than what we we're used to from before. Right. And that what you said there is seeing seeing in a different light. That's what uh, inspired the Santorini film. I didn't want to shoot Santorini in the middle of the summer because everyone sees that. The reason I went there in the winter is because I told myself, you have a chance to shoot something that no one's seen before. No one goes there in the winter. Like, so let me ask you this, Tony. What what was the you know, what fascinated you uh, the most or something you can tell us during the, the winter there in Santorini for, as an example? Basically, how without the summer haze, yeah. everything's so much prettier wow. if it's sunny out. Right. Like the summer's nice, but now remove a little bit of that haze and you can see everything during the day. It's you're breathing in like crisp air. Mm-hmm. It's not hot. And is it, it still windy too during that time of the year? It is, but I caught the best five days you can catch. Like it rained for 10 minutes and it oh. was nine, four of the days were completely clear skies. One day was a mix of both. And which was actually good because one of the episodes is an episode that shows different weather patterns. So do you see opportunities in, um, I don't even know what the term is for tourism, but off-season tourism, is that even a term where people will visit areas that have other beauties to showcase other than the summer and the beaches? Uh, it all depends if Greece wants to like tend to it because like no one's going to go there if nothing's open. Like right, I was right. I was at the point where I, had, I was able to pick between one or two restaurants at night, one or two cafeterias in the day around the island, the hotels, maybe 10% of them are open. Well, we're hearing about the, the the rising trend of agro-tourism, especially in Italy and France. And I'm sure mm-hmm. Greece is also dabbling in uh, these programs of bringing visitors to their to their respected areas to have an experience of what it's like to live like the locals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hopefully that might be a new category for Greece's tourism. Yeah, you know, that'd, be outside of cool. that'd be kind of cool. Athens, I mean, is, in my opinion, should be, and it is a winter destination. Like Athens is really nice in the winter and Greece tends to it. Like they expect it, but an island like Santorini, I, mean, mm. I don't know when that'll pick up as a winter destination or if it yeah. will. And speaking of winter in Greece, what about um, 
the the northern parts of Greece and the uh, the mountain ranges for ski resorts and so forth. So I was going to go see Arachova, mm-hmm. uh, but the car rental I had didn't have four-wheel drive, and everyone's telling me, with the snow there, do not take this car there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I wanted to go see Arachova. It's known as, like, their winter resort. And uh, then a minute, few minutes up from there, how they have a ski resort as well. That I haven't been yet, so I couldn't tell you, but it looks amazing in pictures. I also want to mention... Uh, an, an acknowledgement here that you uh, we're going to congratulate on your nomination for uh, the Greek American Foundation's uh, 40 Under 40. Thank you. Thank Great you. Great place for that. Appreciate it. Thank you. You know, Greg Pappas has been part of our network for a while. Yeah. Uh, and Greek American Foundation continues to do great things. And uh, there I saw you popped up in the uh, the list. I was like, well, I know that kid. Yeah. It was pretty cool when I found out I was going to get nominated and and then it was even cooler when I realized uh, a couple of people out of Boston uh, got in there too. Who well, else? well, a penny uh, got in. Melilidis with Kefi. Oh, okay, penny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. nice. So she got in there, and I didn't. I didn't know until the night before they announced because they had sent me to review it, and I'm like, oh, Penny's in there. <laughs> so shout out to Penny as well. Yeah, absolutely. And Ari, if they ever do a fifty under fifty. Maybe we can uh, be nominated. I might, for... there you I go. might be able. Uh, it'll probably take me until I'm 60, but it'll <laughs> oh, be cool. There you go. <laughs> oh, this is lots of good stuff, Tony. Um, anything else you want to share with us um, that you'd like our audience to kind of um, know about? What Website, you're doing? Uh, the, the, the really difficult yeah, I mean, Instagram If you want to learn more... The real difficult Instagram handle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if, yeah, if you want to learn more about the company part, it's called Grease Media. It's grease-media.com. And on Instagram, I have Grease, and then I have I am Grease. <laughs> Every time I say it, it's always like Grease what? Or like yeah, what? Like, yeah, like, they're so, waiting for you to finish. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah. When's the merchandise going to come out? Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of been, I, I'm not completely sold on the merchandise line yet. All right, all right. But you're going to keep us posted, though. Yeah, yeah. if I ever do start doing swag, uh, you'll be the first to know. Well, I mean, I'm not in competition with you, Tony, but I have the handle Grease5968349322. So I I don't know if that has any competition, but that's my handle. (laughs) Tony, do you get people hitting you up um, because of what you're doing just to just ask you random recommendations about Grease? Uh, yeah, I do get that on the I am Greece page a lot. Yeah. Um, people want to know travel tips, all that good stuff. I mean, I'll give them a brief answer once in a while, but like to sit there and like break down okay. ideas is time consuming. So I'll just lead them to my website and say, just follow along and you'll, and you'll learn. Yeah, you but know. if it's more like, I'm going to be there in a month, do you recommend this or this? And it's an easy answer. I'll just say, go here. Perfect. I mean, I don't want, I don't ignore everyone. I do see everything, but there's some stuff that it's just That's tough better. to reply to. I was just going to say, it must be overwhelming when you get a lot of like yeah. uh, requests or questions based on, you know, the platform you just created. Right. You know, I've seen so many because I get tagged in, on the Greece account maybe 300 times a day. <laughs> and and a lot of people tag in not even knowing that the account exists. because so They just tag and they're adding tags. And they put, oh, Greece makes sense. So they'll type Greece. And then I get the notification. So well, when I was distracting you that. No, no, I don't get. I don't actually get the notification. I turn them off. Okay. Yeah, all of them off. off. Yeah. So if you, if someone messages me on Instagram, there's a chance I don't see it hours or on the next day, because okay. uh, my phone, I make sure there's no notifications. Uh, but what I was getting at is every different, every part of Greece looks different, and not just the landscape, the color of the sky, the color of the sunset, the color of the water, uh, the type of coastal lines. 
and it's reached a point after all these tags I scroll through every day, you can send me a picture of someone. Don't tell me where it is and cut out all the landscape. And I can still, I can eight out of 10 times can nail their location. That's awesome. Someone sent me a video. All there was was water hitting the sand in at the sunset. And because of the color of the sunset, I'm like, you're in Crete. And he goes, how did you know? Wow. Yeah. You're like the Greek Rain Man. Yeah. <laughs> like Rhodes has its own color. Uh, the, the, the Canis have its own color. Obviously, uh, Mykonos has its colors and Santorini's got its colors. But the sky there in, in different areas, I've come to a point where I can differentiate the sky colors. That's deep right there. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just too, it's a huge database of photos. You're going you're gonna, you're gonna to probably end up becoming a, someone's like virtual tour guide or, <laughs> or to some extent because. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Ah, that's a very, very, very cool, very interesting. You're doing, you're doing good stuff because I really, I love the fact that you have a platform that can really push this out more so than just you know somebody who's interested in Greece and wants to do something. That's mm-hmm. you, but you also have this platform you built up, which makes it so much better. So mm-hmm. kudos to you for Thank that. You. And, and I think you're going to be able to do cool things because you have the passion for it. You can tell just right. by talking to you. Yeah. And if you if you could tell me where you are from the shade of light, then I'm going to yeah. go with the yeah. fact that like, this, guy, this guy loves his country. I just I, I always liked art. Like that's what I went to school for was video and communi- graphics and video uh, communication. So I feel like it's come full circle like this is sort of what i went to school for i don't even want to say how many years ago that was <laughs> I, i'll say it i guess it was sure. almost 20 years now um but yeah it's kind of cool that it's kind of come full circle because after school i didn't pursue it but now it's here it is that's awesome yeah. and the timing couldn't have been better i think you're you're at it at the right time right now yeah i think right before like right before the pandemic greece hit an all-time high in travel and it's gonna recover like the minute this ends people We'll see. We'll see what happens with Greek tourism. I think it's going to be doing all right soon. Once this, know, once it, it, we're clear. Can you? Uh, do you know? So we talk about you know the the increase in tourism, but do you have an idea or a number how many visitors go to Greece every year? So I think the summer before the pandemic, I read that thirty five million people went. Wow! Uh, and that went up by like five to seven million from the previous year. That's amazing. Yeah. For a country that has less than or no about eleven million people. Right. That's fascinating. Yeah. And even another interesting um, uh, number we got is uh, from Sandorini. I'm not sure how correct this is, but I think the uh, residents or the the people that live on the island all year round, there's 10,000 people. Right. And they get over a million visitors a year. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nuts. And like, that's what I've noticed. Uh, the people that work there, they even told me like a few people in Paros cause Paros has been rising. They work three months to take nine months off. That's basically the lifestyle on the, in the popular islands works hard three months in the summer. And then you got the next nine off. I don't know. I don't know what I do with myself for nine. Yeah. I know. Well, we learned with the pandemic. <laughs> this quarantine's teaching us what to do with nine months. That's true. You, you could also spend that time doing something that you enjoy, as opposed yeah. to doing something strictly for financial. You know. Yeah, for sure. No, absolutely. Uh, hobbies and whatnot. So I'm sure. Yeah. I wonder if that promotes uh, longevity in life. Taking it easy. Working three months and taking it easy for now. It might, it might, it might. If you want to learn more about longevity in life, you got to go to Ikaria. They figured it out. That's right. I know. We keep yeah. seeing that all the time. 125-year-old people there, I'll take it. Wow. With no conditions. 
That's yeah. It's wow. when they say they have that longevity, it's not just like they're like in a coma at a hundred years old. They're like yeah. active. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's wild. Sharp in the brain. Hundred year old. Yeah. They, I always hear they, they, they say it's because of the, the local honey. They say, they say because they take life really easy. I hear there, if you go sit down a cafeteria, it could be 30 minutes before the, they bring your coffee out because they do it on their time. Like no stress, stress-free. And the person waiting for the coffee isn't expecting it either. That's the thing. Cararoni, he's chilling. Oh, he's at the cafe. Yeah. Imagine that happening here. I, oh would la- I would last five <laughs> you, minutes there. You get all the, ca- the, the, the Karens will start throwing their purses around. Oh, man. Social media would be on fire. <laughs> Yelp would be on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. That, that's yeah. good stuff. Thank you. And then also, I also have on Grease Media, I think I, I mentioned this briefly, but I, there's also a podcast that I've been working on uh, called Grease Chats, where I, it's sort of like just find someone that's Greek, that's doing something, sort of like a Tim Ferriss type of show uh, for Greeks. And they can find it that. on all the uh, platforms? Yeah. No, it's on the, all the platforms called Grease Chats by Tony Cariotis. I recently interviewed an entrepreneur out of New York who just launched his first startup. And there's been some other cool interviews on there. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Well, we'll actually we'll list uh, the websites, the handles, and the the podcast on right. this episode when we post it. So, uh, if they don't remember, if they don't remember Greece as a handle, <laughs> we'll, we'll have it we'll have it posted there for them. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, this was great, man. Real happy to hear all this stuff, and real happy to hear you know that Greece is still in the forefront in so many people's minds and that there's so much love and affection for it where, you know, you could create this like really cool media company out of these platforms that you're starting yeah. and, and people's interest. And right. No, for sure. Here, you know, it's awesome. And I'm, I'm just, I, it's crazy how much, like I always thought growing up, all right, we're proud to be Greek. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but like, it is real how much the diaspora cares about being Greek. Yeah. It is real. I, like, yeah. Like, it's a daily thing. I always thought, all right, we show it off here and there. No, it is. It doesn't stop, and it, it's it's cool to see that with like everybody. It's... Yeah, dude, absolutely. I mean, we 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 built a company for like uh, over twenty years ago, just based on the small community of Greeks in Boston. Yeah, no, I remember. <laughs> I remember that. And it's I like, remember that. like I think I think being. I mean, I'm Greek, so it's biased, but I, I really do believe in everything that I've seen. Everything I've read, people that I've met, places that I traveled, that Greece is probably up there for the pride, the love, the and like just the natural beauty of it. It's like you're not going to find anywhere else like that. And nobody believes me. Sure. Check out Tony's videos. Check out everything he's doing, and you'll see for yourself. Gentlemen, another great podcast. Uh, I want to personally thank Tony for coming on to the program. We want to make sure that this is not the only time we'll have you back on with us uh, when you've got more. Anytime you on. want. Yeah, we man. Get it. Get, get some updates. And yeah, for sure. Every time, right. every time something new is going on or, or uh, you're promoting anything, let us know because all the Greeks should stick together and we're going to support each other and it's all good as yeah, long as it's sure. No, I appreciate you guys asking me to come on and yeah, uh, yeah keep in touch and I'll definitely hop on anytime else you guys want. Yeah, and also, awesome. how's your sister? She's great. She's great. Awesome. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen any of you people, and oh god, I don't know how long it's been. Like the Greek nights back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the good old days. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah. All right, man. Oti, anything else? That's it, Ari. If you uh, want to give us the uh, the honor of the signing off. 
Yeah, we just want to thank Tony Cariotis again so much. We're going to list all his media handles, his website, everything, uh, his podcast, everything. Check it out. It's really cool. Unfortunately, it's a little too bright over here, but I've been playing some of his stuff back here. Don't watch it here. Go to YouTube. <laughs> go go to his website. Go to his Instagram for sure and check it out for yourself. Awesome stuff. Tony, thank you so much. Foti, thank you. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care, guys. Thank you. All right. And there you have it, folks. Tony Cariotis. If you remember from my intro, how much I hated him for getting that handle. But come on. He got grease as a handle. Like, how do you do it? Who gets that? I couldn't I keep, even believe it. I keep double checking if it is it grease something, but it, it's just grease. Right? <laughs> it's just grease. But no, that, him. that was great. Uh, that was uh, that was uh just a great time with Tony. And I kind of feel like I want to book a ticket to go to Greece now in the winter. Yeah. I, you know, I had his video playing. I've been watching it and it no, really makes me long. There's something that. about that whole feeling of peace. Yeah. You know, that, that I think we all need moments of peace. We do. We absolutely do. Especially today, especially now, especially in this climate, especially in this everything. We right, need right. peace. We need peace. Everything is in upheaval. And it's just well, that was that was great. I, I'm I'm glad that we got to have Tony on the segment. Really cool things that he's doing. We're definitely going to follow him. Hopefully, one of these days, whenever we can, we can actually be there while he's doing some of more of his films. Well, look, we we said this we said this earlier, and I'll say it again. By this, I know a lot of people say by summertime things won't change that much, but you know what? I really think things are going to be a little bit better. They're not going to be a hundred percent, but they're yeah, going to be a little bit better by this summer. For sure. I mean, we have, we have vaccines rolling out. Vaccines going to be consistently rolling out. You know, even I read today that Biden's hundred day plan. You know how every president when they right. come in they have a hundred day plan for their first hundred days. Yeah. He wants to like jack the vaccines up like crazy so with that with a warmer weather coming i think the summertime should be a little bit more pleasant not not 100 percent, but definitely better than what it is now we're gonna keep hoping and praying that things move along quickly they will man you know it, it would help everybody does their part thinks of their fellow man don't be selfish self-entitled people of like i don't want to do this i don't want to do that like just do what you got to do so we could get through this and we can get past exactly well said and um and then once we get past it 40 we got some stuff lined up for people we got concerts we got galas we got wine we got reunions we got reunions we got throwback we got so much going on people like if you don't do it for anybody else do it for us let's get past this just so me and 40 could do all the stuff we want to do you know and you know what's actually coming soon which pandemic doesn't even affect this but we're going to do a cool throw. Like, tell us about the, the DJ well, gala we're going to have online right now. I think that um, <laughs> it's well needed. I think that we've been leading up to this without knowing that we were going to lead up to it. But we've been forever trying to get our, our entourage of DJs for the last 20 years who's been in our team, you know, to be a part of our podcast interviews. And then all of a sudden, collectively, we said, screw it. Let's get everyone together. Let's get it. Let's get the band. What the the yeah, band is back, right? The band back together. When we started to list all the names of our of our team members, we got like more than half a dozen guys that uh, are going to be joining us on an upcoming uh, episode who represent, you know, the the music element of all of our events, whether they were weekly Greek nights, 
uh, holiday Greek nights. It's the pre the pregame show to concerts. It's, it's the nineties. The, the and mother 2000s. of all players. the nineties and two thousands represented by these dudes. And I mean, these are the people that really were a big component of creating the experiences that people have had back then. Forty and I, you know, we're always bragging about being the guys who brought you the Greek scene of the late nineties all through the 2000s but you know what we did we did a certain element of it you know the picture galleries and the promotions and uh just being out there but these guys are the guys who who actually brought the whole vibe like they brought the music without the music i mean we're greek greek nights what is that without music what is that without good music it's nothing so these guys are are responsible for like the whole vibe of what we brought in those late 90s and all through the 2000s and uh you know all these guys are going to basically you know kind of tell us their story individually you know what they were responsible for as far as the venues they played for us, how long they've been with us, what are the most memorable moments that they were part of, one of the most memorable experiences that they produced for us. I know I know that they're all scared because I got stories about every single one of these dudes. Personal well, that's stories. What, that's going to be part of our After Dark segment. And you know what else is funny? I probably have video as well. I'll, um, I'll give you a brief, short little story of what you could expect. I was at a Greek night. With two of our friends, and I was supposed to do the little speech at the end of the night, and I was so drunk I could barely talk. No way. <laughs> Believe it. <laughs> okay. So, so I end up puking on our friend's uh, CDs there, and I have a video clip of him coming out of the DJ booth and absolutely, like, bitching about what an asshole I am. But, that, but see, that's what it was all about. Those are... <laughs> I mean, it was awesome. We laugh about it. Like, you know, it's like brothers. Like, you get mad and you fight, but, like, it's just all in good fun. And he was pissed, but, like, we laughed and we talk about it. We watch the video. Like, it's that kind of vibe. So, so yeah, all these dudes have a story. All these dudes are involved in in a... Do we do we Austin's back? Do we announce the lineup now or keep people in suspense? Well, I mean, is as long as everybody's confirmed. Yeah, it, it sounds like it. We heard from everybody, right? Yeah, pretty much. All right. Hit us with some lineup. So you know, we're gonna have representation from the early days, and when I mean early, I think is when R and I uh, were getting into places with fake IDs. Yeah. That's like uh, early 90s. So, you know, in the lineup is the godfather of all, Peter Solaris, is going to be with us. Osuchleris. Right? Um, And then, you know, Peter's been a mentor and father figure to these guys uh, who include, you know, DJ Seven. Seven, the man. Right? DJ Seven. DJ Manis, you know. Manis, that mofo, I won't even say anymore. And then moving along, uh, DJ Nico. Nico. And then, How many stories do we have about Nico? We can have a whole series <laughs> just on Nico. No, I think this is going to be a series. I don't think this but is going to be an episode. Along with that, um, going down the lineup, DJ Thrilla. The smoothest criminal of all. You know, we had a, uh, a duo that went under a certain name. Would they call the Freakers? 
They were called the Freakas. They were called all sorts of stuff. But Chris Parayos, John Spiritakos, these guys are the closest to my heart because they were actually like my really good friends back right. then. They, they kind of remind, everybody has a kind of like vibe to them. Yeah. Chris and John were like the brains. They like knew their stuff. They knew they were the methodical. equipment. They were like the brains of the, the organization. You know what I mean? Seven was like the young stud. Mani was like this really like energetic, like he was so into it. Uh, Suleris was like the godfather. Thriller was like that, the smoothest of the smooth. And then you got Mike Blatra, who's like literally well, that's, the nicest dude on the planet. The, that's the other duo. So we got a brother duo, Mike yeah. and Costa, we're going to also be in the lineup. Mike, the nicest guy in the world. Costa, who everybody knows, he literally is like just the DJ for everybody. Like he, he's done it all. Like th- this is a this is an amazing group of of individuals. So th- these are these are individuals, as you mentioned, that whether you know when you were in that scene for those last twenty years. So the places that you were going to visit, you were going to bump into at least one of these individuals. So whether you were on Lansdowne Street, yeah, you know whether you were at you know the alley in Boston, whether you were at, at uh, Caprice Aria. Uh, I don't. I mean, any of our well, events, which were like pretty much all the events at a right. certain point, like these, it was just these guys. Like we never worked outside of this group right here. And I, you know, most people look back, you know, think about the the work involved to constantly produce weekly Greek events for how many years, right? <laughs> Now, now, now you're getting into like some craziness. Deep right now. It was tough, but I'd give anything to go back to those days, man. Definitely. So that's why we're going to keep all of our fans and audience informed that, you know, we're planning a lot of great, um, I don't know whether we call them throwbacks, reunions, but we're definitely going to bring back some element to remind us of the good times of the past. Absolutely. All so, right. yeah, so well, a lot of good stuff coming up, Ari, a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. And a lot wait. of and a lot of good guests in our lineup. Coming yeah, man, we got we got people from every walk of life, every like background, every career, everything. We're, it's all coming. Just stay tuned. The next few months, like we said, we're, we're gonna hunker down, get on the computer, get on your iPhone, your uh, Android, whatever. Listen, watch, and we'll entertain you for as much as we can. And then once stuff gets better, we're gonna kill it out there. Kill it. Concerts, galas. Let, let everybody not to forget. Download our app. Download all eight, six, seven, eight of our apps. Yes. But yeah, especially the new one coming out. Greek is on. Greek is on. Greek is on. Get your Greek is on. On. <laughs> Amazon's lawyers are going to be calling us soon, but that's okay. But have you like Greek. have like your mother in law pick up the phone and act like she don't speak English? Dude, she will <laughs> tell them a new one. Yeah, man. No, a lot of exciting stuff that you know. We're keeping that flame going, brother. You know, you know, it's all good. It's all good. You know, we, we go through dark times and you got to see the light and the light's coming and we're going to have fun. We're going to entertain. We're going to, you know, we're going to get people together. It's all good. And all good. one thing I want to also mention, Ari, for those that are listening to our segments, you know, if you've got someone that you want to recommend that should be on our segment, you know, they should reach out to us, send us an email, hit us yeah, up. And, on uh, on, on the Boston Greeks app, we have a form. So just if you can go there and fill that in and let us know who you want us to talk to and we'll get Absolutely. on it. 
Awesome. Your uncle, uh, you know, Yorgo or the the Greek butcher down the street. Every every Greek has a story. Everybody. And yeah. actually, the but the Greek butcher down the street will probably have the best one. Absolutely. Dude, <laughs> I've come to a point in my life that I love listening to older Greeks. You know why, Fati? Because you're old. Well, I think, yeah, I think, well, I'm going to at some point be that person that's going to tell you stories. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I I already see it. I already see it. I love it. <laughs> well, listen. On that note, my glass is empty. That's not good. Yeah. Go fill that, man. All right, people. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Tony, for your story and for everything you're doing. And stay tuned because we have a whole bunch of cool guests coming up next week. I don't know. Do we know who's next week? Yeah. Uh, so we have Manny Fragadakis. Oh, that guy. Manny. Well, Manoli, but we call him Manny. Manny Fragadakis will be with us on our next episode. All right, so stay tuned, and we'll uh, you know we'll be posting. So stay tuned for that. Thank you all for listening, watching. And if anybody watching can guess what this movie is, we're going to give you a free CD. Text us, fill out the form. Do it. Goodbye. Goodbye.